Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The priests who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Idleman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Idleman Unplugged. Right, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Idleman Unplugged. I'm going to go to shaneidleman.com right now, and you can do this as well under my articles. I'm going to read the newest article that is, uh, well, we're getting a lot of feedback on it, good and bad. The title is Calling Down Fire, an Awful Weapon in the Hands of God. And you can listen to the sermon, too. In the sermon, I explained where this title comes from, uh, you know, calling down fire. Fire is a really good thing for a believer. It's the fire of God, the anointing of God, the unction of God. Uh, fire is not good for an unbeliever. It often represents judgment and the, um, you know, the fire of God, the wrath of God, the indignation of God. But in this case... It's a very good thing. Uh, that was the title of the sermon, Calling Down Fire, an Awful Weapon in the Hands of God. And then what I did is I took that and made an article. The title of the article is, We Need Fiery Preaching Again to Consume America. And I'm going to read that right now and add my own thoughts here in just a minute. We need fiery preaching again to consume America. And I was teaching in Revelation, and I came across the verse from 11.15. If anyone wants to harm them, which is the two witnesses, fire proceeds from their mouth, and it basically devours their enemies. And, um, you know, this verse just popped out because it reminded me how we desperately need God's fire today. Words of fire, devour, purify, and heal. Commentaries are divided on whether the fire I just talked about is actual fire coming out of the witnesses' mouths in Revelation 11, or are there words on fire, as we see in Jeremiah 5.14, where God said, I will make your words fire, and the people are going to be stubble, and you will consume them. And, you know, from time to time, we need that. Our pulpits need that. America needs that like never before. We need to get the pul pulpits on flame again with the righteousness of God, the holiness of God, and preach with the fullness of the Spirit and the boldness of the Spirit. The fires of God, God's Word, purify. They reveal, they consume, and they devour sin all in the hope of healing the listeners by leading them to repentance. Thank God for grace and mercy, but we have drifted dangerously close to the edge. And this drift away from God's word rejects obedience as legalistic. It calls repentance passe, and it says that judgment is old school. So the very things we need are the very things we are running from we need the fire of Jeremiah again. We've created a generation that seeks teachers who tickle ears rather than challenge the hearts. So again, you can find this article on shaneidleman.com and share it with friends and family. We need the fire of Jeremiah again and uh, to consume our audiences and to really turn them back to God. So what has happened? We've created a generation 
that seeks teachers who tickle ears rather than challenge hearts. These teachers know nothing of the calling of Jeremiah in which God's word was like a fire and like a hammer that shatters a rock in pieces. Check out Jeremiah 23. Instead, they prophesy smooth things and encourage sin, and the people love to have it so. So again, Jeremiah brought the fire of God, and his word was in his heart like a burning fire. And God said, my word is like a fire. It's like a hammer that breaks a rock in pieces. But the people want to hear smooth things, and, and, and they love to have it so. So to see real change, we need our pulpits aflamed with righteousness again and tongues of fire. Robert Murray McShaney said, a holy minister is an awful weapon in the hands of God. Wield it or lose it. There will be a cost to pay. The world enjoys the pleasantries of scripture, but set your words ablaze with the fire of God and even friends will become enemies. Let me say that again. There is a cost to pay. The world loves the pleasant things about the Bible, but if you set your words ablaze with the fire of God, the truth of God, even your friends will become enemies. Ian Bounds said that life-giving preaching costs the preacher much, death to self, crucifixion to the world, and the travail of his own soul. Crucified preaching can only come from a crucified man. So we must repent of apathy and cowardliness and ask for a fresh filling of God's fire. This is a true spiritual sword that cuts deep into the depravity of the heart. It must be wielded with courage, fire, and resolve. Again, this sword of the truth of God's word must be wielded with courage, fire, and resolve, which is perseverance to not give up. The pew has power too. For those in the pew, instead of sitting on the sidelines, not wanting to offend, what if we actually went to school board meetings and spoke the truth in love? But also, with the fire that we're bringing, we bring love and compassion and understanding. So speak the truth in love with the fire of God and watch it burn sinful agendas. What about if we ran for office and asked God to use us in powerful ways? What if we posted things on social media exposing the unfruitful works of darkness in a spirit of humility rather than remaining silent because of fear? Silent speaks volumes and quenches the fire of the spirit. There's no way you can be on fire with the spirit of God, with the truth of God, with the boldness of God, and be silent. They just, they just don't go together. It was said of Justin Martyr, who was killed brutally in 165 AD. Uh, he was killed because he did not bow to Rome and their gods. But it was said of him that the fire in him burned greater than the persecution that befell him. How was an ordinary man named Savonarola, I love Savonarola, out of Italy, back in the 14, 1400s, died in 1498, he set Italy ablaze with convictions. Historians say that he was a fiery preacher, and that was the reason for Italy's conversion. That fiery preaching, the boldness of God, the fire of God. And what about the thundering Scott, John Knox? It was said that the voice of this one man is able in one hour to put more life in us than 500 trumpets blasting in our ears. And at his gravesite, they said, here lies one who neither flattered nor feared any flesh. And folks, that all comes from the boldness of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And this fire begins with prayer 
It is fueled by worship and it is sustained by obedience to the word of God. Let me say that again. This fire, if you want it, begins with a, a prayer life. You have to have a, a prayer life, not just a quick little prayer as you're driving, but a prayer life. And it's fueled by continual worship. Whenever you get a chance, worship God, begin to seek him, humble yourself, repent. And then it is sustained by obedience to his word. And I believe we need to return to the old paths. As Gene easily said, where are yesterday's altars of prayer? Where are the saints that long to linger in his presence? The weeping, the crying, the interceding for lost souls. The church needs to wake up. Amen. Where are they today? Years ago, I threw out this challenge to our congregation. I want to throw it out to you. Where are the Isaiahs and the Jeremiahs calling nations to repentance? Where are the Peters and the Pauls who spoke with such authority that martyrdom did not silence them? Though they are dead, they they still speak. Where are the Tyndales and the Husses who were burned at the stake for simply declaring the truth? Where are the Whitfields who shook the continents? Where are the Whitecliffs who stood so unyielding for the truth that he was called the morning star of the Reformation? I say again, where are they? Where are the John Calvins? who shaped our Western thought? Where are the John Wesleys who said, give me a hundred preachers. I don't care if they are laity or clergy, as long as they fear God and sin. Where are the David Brainers who spent so much time in prayer that even the great Jonathan Edwards was convicted? Where are the Spurgeons who spoke with such authority that his sermons are read more today than ever before? Where are the D.L. Moody's who brought America to her knees? Where are the Puritans like Richard Baxter who said, with such humility, I speak as a dying man to dying men? Our prayer in these trying times must be, Oh Lord, we need your fire again and begin in me. So if you want to take that step today, it begins with prayer. God, I want that fire back. I need that boldness. I need that love of your truth. I need that love that I had for the Savior. I've left my first love. I've lost the fire of God. God, would you give it back to me, Lord, please? I'm asking you kindle that fire again. But then that prayer must be backed with obedience. For example, is there anything in your life that is quenching and grieving that fire? Well, that needs to be repented of and removed. If if there's a a large bucket of water on my campfire, uh, I got to remove the bucket of water in order to get that fire blazing again. So be encouraged, fall forward. None of us are doing this perfectly, but we're on a mission to get back up and keep fighting again. Thank you for listening to this episode of Idleman unplugged if you've enjoyed this episode of idleman unplugged be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast you can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com thank you for listening to us today and join us again on the next episode Thank you for listening to Eidelman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidelman.com. Again, that's shaneidelman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.
El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these ebooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.